I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Spin and Fell. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Misora. Two Americans living in Sweden. Talking about what we're thankful for. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> it is Thanksgiving here in the world. Well, yeah. it's yeah, Thanksgiving in, in, in the world. America is the world. <laughs> the rest of the world is like, what? Yeah, you know what annoys me though? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get on my my soapbox a little bit because I talk it. about Thanksgiving. I was on, I did Uncle Morrow this morning. You know yeah. what I mean? I like going on there. Our friend Martin has a really good comedy podcast every morning, and I started out by saying in the group chat I wrote Happy Thanksgiving, and he immediately put a picture of Native Americans that looked like they were uh, <laughs> just downtrodden. <laughs> I was right. like, man, why, why you always <laughs> gotta do that, man? You're acting like we're celebrating the slaughter of a people. We're not right. celebrating the slaughter people. We're celebrating the people taking us in before the slaughter. Right. You know, the celebration, it's not like we're finishing and we're like, now, it's, we're going to have our whiskey time. Sure. So let's 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 uh, <laughs> celebrate what we did afterwards, everybody. Bring out the small plots, blankets, right. everybody. It's not, no, man, we're not celebrating that. We're celebrating when people try to be nice to us, despite what we were going to do fucked up. What they were going to do fucked up. Y'all, Skiff, your people. Right. Well, actually, uh, some of my people were actually Native Americans. So yeah, same uh, here. Um, like I'm, I'm, we were part of. Yeah, come on, man. Can I get a little? Sl- but uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, it's like it, we are sort of conveniently leaving out uh, a rather yeah. significant uh, yeah. part of the story. Well, we do it uh, every holiday. Columbus Day, we do that shit. You know. But, New Year's. You know, Matt, what's New Year's without a little genocide? No, no, I'm just kidding. That that shit cuts both ways. You know, these Swedes who don't like to talk about the Second World War and the fact that they haven't been neutral for 200 years. You know, you guys Thank can you. take that whole concept and shove it up your ass. Um, but yeah, yeah we did. Got the, we got dirty past, man. We're in the West. Every country's got skeletons in the closet, my friend. Yeah, man. Um, just don't throw it in our faces when we're trying to have a good time and eat some turkey and some collard greens and mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese and all this shit, man. Let us eat our goddamn food and fill our arteries up. All right. It's, it, it's one of my favorite holidays in that it kind of has a Christmas vibe, but it doesn't mm-hmm. come with the pressure of like presents and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, it's also one of those ho- together. <clears throat> it's also one of those holidays that, you know, like for us, you know, without the ability to celebrate with our immediate families, um, you know, we can celebrate with our chosen families, which is Mm -hmm. what, what, what we've been doing for years here, um, which we're going to be doing this weekend. I mean, you're obviously a newer addition since, you know, 
since we, we became since friends we a few this, years yeah. ago. And that's how it works. You just start adding people to the pile, and we have this Thanksgiving with uh, <laughs> How many people America. are you smashing into your house this year? I think there's going to be – let me see. I wrote it down. I think it's going to be 30. <laughs> 30 people, including adults and children. Mm. Um, I'm going to make the turkey. i got to go pick it up tomorrow. Nice. And then everybody's bringing a little something-something, and it's going to – it's going to get real. We'll have a little college football on in one room and, you know, maybe some other shit going on in another room to keep the kids at bay. Yeah. I think yeah, it's going to be nice. It's going to be dope. It's great, man. Yeah. Um, which I guess could be sort of a sergeant segue into the news for one guy who's probably not going to have a terribly great Thanksgiving um, because the Pittsburgh Steelers have finally decided to fire their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. Mm, damn, um, Matt Canada, he gone. <laughs> <laughs> this Matt is Canada, obviously long overdue. Uh, yeah. The fans have been calling for this. At um, every sport. At every sport. Even at Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins hockey games, they're, fire, they're chanting this shit. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the offense has obviously been criminally bad. Um I actually personally do not think that Kenny Pickett should be a starting quarterback in the NFL, so that's part of the problem as well. Um, yeah, but you got to help him out if you're the offensive coordinator. Agreed. You don't uh, like? Well, you want to expose him? You want them to be like, you know what? He's not the guy, and get somebody else. No, you got your guy. You make an offense that works for him. There was one particular play that a lot of people pointed to this past week. I guess mostly because Dan Orlovsky kind of pointed it out. It was pretty absurd. This play. From from the game last week, it was a design screenplay to Jalen Warren, um, who had three wide receiver, three wide receivers lined up in front of him to block so that the screen could go somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but none of them blocked. None of them. None of them. They all three wide receivers ran a route. Oh, uh, wow. They threw the screen pass to Jalen Warren, and then the three guys who were covering the wide receivers just said, oh, look at that. And then all three of them managed to tackle Jalen Warren for like a one-yard loss. It was just like – I mean, the, the offense is just like completely dysfunctional. Um, still, this is pretty but significant. Pro, they, that, was, that goes on play design, <laughs> right? They're blaming play design for that, or is it just like – I think it's just uh, there's so much blame to go around. I would I would argue, um, but this is pretty significant for the Steelers in that I don't remember the actual date, but it, it kind of came out when the news broke about this that this is the first in season coaching change the Steelers have made since like wow. 1940 something. Um, it's just not something the organization and that was the coach that died does. of tuberculosis. <laughs> No, it was a coach who kidding. actually apparently it's a coach who like fired himself. Oh, um, step down. Yeah. So it's just not something the organization is known for. Um whether or not it, it, it helps remains to be seen. Again, I think Kenny Pickett ain't it, in my opinion. Mm. Um Regardless, we'll see what happens. Um, moving on to linebacker Shaquille Leonard was r- rather shockingly released from the mm. Colts yesterday. Yeah, man. Just released. He, um, Damn. I mean, he oh, has yeah, it. can't trade him. No. he. I mean, he, he obviously hadn't factored much into 
into the game plan this year. I guess he was coming off an injury from last year, but it kind of feels like like the coaches just lost faith in him for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it, it, the article that I read suggested that there were a lot of um, discussions behind the scenes uh, yeah. uh, uh, where Shaquille Leonard was was basically at, kept asking for a meeting to discuss like his role on the team. Um, and instead of granting him that request, um, they just cut his ass. Um, instead of having the meeting? Yeah, I mean, he's... So he just comes in and his car doesn't work? <laughs> like on Hard I, Knocks? I guess, yeah. Damn. I mean... That's cold-blooded. I mean, he's like... This guy's... I mean, whatever. I get it. I don't know. Maybe there are injury issues that, that are kind of worse than we realize. But, I mean, this guy's like, what, three or four-time Pro Bowler? I mean, he... Yeah. I mean, when he was healthy, he was by far one of their best defensive players. So I just think it's a little weird. It's um, a loss for the Colts, man. I agree. You know, a, player, I, a respected player, and then you got nothing for him, and now he's gone, and he's probably going to hop on some team. Watch the Niners pick him up. My first thought was like, if this guy's healthy, and this is just like, I don't know, I'm going to Miami, Jim Ursay being weird or something. Like, yeah. I, I was like, fuck, man, Falcons could certainly use a guy yeah, like man. that any, for any, sure. Any team is we get linebackers. Like, come on. Um, I could just and, see that being a 49ers pickup because that's just what they do, man. They just, oops, oh, oh, come on over. Speaking of the Colts and Jim Ursay, uh, <laughs> I saw a, I saw there was an interview. This has been all over uh, yeah. since yesterday. The, uh, Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, gave an interview this week highlighting a very important issue uh, that feels as if it's it, it goes widely overlooked. Um, I mean, we all know about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Right, we know about anti-Semitism, hot topic at the moment for obvious reasons. Um, LBGTQ folks are always kind of in the crosshairs, but when discussing his 2014 arrest for drunk driving, uh, driving under the influence, I, I'm a man who has been to rehab 15 times for various addictions mm. and once nearly died of an overdose. Uh, claims that the only reason he was arrested on this particular occasion was because the police were prejudiced against him because he is a rich white billionaire. Um, it's ridiculous, man. Uh, he said, quote, I am a rich white billionaire. If I'm just the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. Now, uh, average guy walking down the block was unavailable for comment, uh, likely because he was doing 25 to life for a third strike offense, uh, <laughs> a reality that someone as rich as Jim Irsay most certainly understand. would be able to avoid. It's like it's uh, football, not baseball, right? What is this third strike? <laughs> it, it, yeah, <laughs> didn't even exactly. know about three strikes. I mean, whatever. This is really not important news. I just thought it was like kind of absurd and could not really let it go. Seems uh, like this, uh, this. It's like an interview that a guy would give that would let go of a Pro Bowl player for nothing. Not only that, I mean, you know, I mean, take your pick. You can go back and also point out the fact that he, you know, fired his head coach and hired an ESPN analyst who had never mm. coached a single Ooh. game of football last season yes. uh, to be his coach. This is not a stable. This is not a stable individual. Yeah. If we had the soundboard, we could hit the "This is a sick Negro" button. This uh, is a sick Negro. There you go. See. <laughs> 
What you where, remember the uh, what was that? Uh, Sanford. I used to love that show, Sanford and Son, when I was a kid with uh, Red Fox. Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and or no, or was it the Jeffersons? Was it George Jefferson who was always pulling out the "What you talking about, honky"? Like <laughs> he was like, yes, he was always dropping the honky phrase, which is really funny. I think. Um, yeah. So let's see what else. Moving on. There's a really interesting. Oh, what'd you find? I found this is a sick Negro. <laughs> nice. I got my computer plugged in. So it's the there slowest soundboard ever. I forgot <clears throat> the soundboard, y'all. <laughs> um, there was a really interesting article in the Athletic this week where they mm-hmm. did an an anonymous. Uh, they did a poll, an anonymous poll with several NFL players. Okay. Um asking um a, a multitude of questions mm-hmm. um a, a lot about the referees obviously um which it, it's, it feels like pressure on the refs it's like never before this year right like people yeah. they're really trying to hold the refs feet to the fire and it feels like the solution if the nfl is smart go ahead and make them employees man Full-time. i agree have them in so, over the summer shit so one of the um, one of the questions was who do you think is the best player in the NFL right now? Um, Tua. Forty six percent said Patrick okay. Mahomes. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I thought it was funny that two point four percent said Jared Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're all Lions fans. Oh, Lions players. Oh, I just thought that was kind of funny. Jared Goff is uh, the best. Uh, they also asked, who do they think is the biggest trash talker? Unsurprisingly, it was C.J. Gardner-Johnson. <laughs> uh, your guy, Jalen Ramsey, got 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 a high percentage of the votes as well. Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What else did they ask? They asked, which current coach, aside from your own, would you want to play for? I remember when they did this years ago. Guess who the number one answer was? Mike McDaniel. You got the Mike part right. Mike Tomlin. Okay, he was second last time. Yeah, Mike last McDaniel was... is second now. Oh, wow, two Mikes? Hmm? I got figured Mike's that. Because I could see players being like, man, I want to play with that dude, trying some crazy shit. He seems like he's a player's coach, but still uh, cerebral. Mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin is just like, man, you just want to run through a wall for him. Hmm. I see, I see that. I can see that, man. Of course, Mike mm-hmm. Tomlin. That's good that it's my coach, man, is up in the top two, man. Who's third? Yeah. Who is third? To me, this is interesting, man. Andy Reid is third. Uh, I see that, too. Damn, Bill. What happened to Bill? What Bill at? Dan Campbell is right underneath Andy Reid. Oh, Sean I McVay, Kyle Shanahan. Bill's McVay? What? Wait, 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 wait. Kyle Shanahan made top five? Hmm. Hmm. Wait, no, 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 no. He did not. One, two, three, four, (laughs) five. He fell just outside the top five, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm hmm. Him and Nick Sirianni. Uh, Let's see. What else do they have here? This is fun. Best stadium to play in. I got I got a question for you, man. Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) What? I might have a. (laughs) Can a brother stall until the ad finishes? Why did Mike, did Kyle Shanahan finish outside the top five, Skip? Please tell me. 
Uh, probably because Kyle Shanahan, unlike a lot of these other coaches, has a reputation for like putting his best players on the field when they're up by two touchdowns. Um. Uh, and they probably realize, you know, I go play for a motherfucker like that. Chances are my career is going to be at least two or three years shorter. So fuck, mm. I want to play for that motherfucker. All right, and that's Skiff's Mike Shanahan hate for this episode. Thank you very much, Skiff. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, was the, that was like the easiest. The easy one. That was the easy one. Damn. I was, was like, a, I was like, yeah, try to hit this beach ball with a baseball bat. Easy. Let's go. <laughs> Where do you think Arthur Smith will fall in there? <sighs> He's not even on the list. Nobody wants to play for that fucking guy. Mm. Damn. He's, Bill Belichick not being in the top five is uh, <clears throat> interesting to me. He's at the bottom of the list. What do you think is the best stadium to play in, according to these players? To play in, it's got to be some. You know what? I'm thinking grass means more than it used to mean. Mm. So that that takes domes out, even though domes is temperature controlled. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. And more, but domes always have grass. I mean, have, have turf. Cowboys. <clears throat> or retractable though Arizona maybe top of the list is Arrowhead Stadium ah so it's grass and it's fucking environment mm-hmm. right they're grass right mm-hmm. yeah okay yep I like that worst, I should have what do you think what do you think are these players uh, the worst stadium to play in the worst uh, Washington they came in second. I'm sure okay. they would have changed their answer had we <laughs> had known about the fact that all the hot water was going to run out last <laughs> week. Uh, MetLife Stadium got the worst. MetLife? Don't the, don't two teams play there? Mm-hmm. That's the Jets and Giants, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Did they say why? Mm. Is it because of the, the fluctuating beer prices? <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> says here let's see what does it say about MetLife players had opposite viewpoints on MetLife uh, I wonder what the Giants player said and what the, what the <clears throat> it just said. I'm a little surprised because it says here the commander's home field has never been a popular playing destination um, it, the, one of the anonymous quotes was almost everything about FedEx is below the standard of what an NFL stadium should be <laughs> This Damn. place is a. This place is just a dump," said another player. Damn, and it's still called uh, FedEx too. You would think. Oh, they, they would says at MetLife, uh, where both the Jets and the Giants play, a player uh, claimed that the turf sucks and the whole place is lame. <laughs> Fa- fans are horrible. Everything about this place is horrible. <laughs> Damn, and that was MetLife. <laughs> yeah, the turf sucks. Everything is lame. Okay, most annoying fan base. Very, very close score here for first and second place. We're going to say Patriots first. It's uh, Eagles and Cowboys. Eagles and Cowboys. Oh, Eagles. Mm. Because you got Eagles players that are probably like, fuck them too. Cowboys, yeah. (laughs) Cowboys, we understand that as fans. Where did the Patriots fall at due to their racism? Any uh, Boston? Mm, Patriots fall. The Patriots are in the top ten. Top ten fan base, mm, top ten most annoying fan base. Oh, most annoying fan base. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have the best fan base? It's got to be it's, Buffalo. If they don't win, what are the players? I don't know. I don't think they asked them that question. They moved on uh. to. 
<laughs> just give us a negative. <laughs> Commissioner Roger Goodell, thumbs up or thumbs down was the question asked. Down. 70%. It's actually 58.6% thumbs up. Okay. Interestingly enough. Damn, they got that slave mentality. Uh, mostly they, well, they, it says here, the one quote was, he continues to elevate the league and make everyone more money. Okay. Yeah, can't agree, can't argue with that. And then I'd be like, the, man, I'm tired of standing on the field during commercial breaks. That's what I would say as a player. <laughs> for one of the players who said thumbs down, he said, he, I'm going to do, I'm assuming this is Tyreek Hill. Uh, <laughs> the quote is, thumbs down. He done find me too many times. <laughs> <laughs> he done find me too many times. Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to be Tyreek Hill. <laughs> he done find me too many times. You might think you're anonymous, Tyreek, but we know who you are. We know who we you know are. you. He done uh, find me. And then, too. of course, how would you rate the overall officiating in, in, in the NFL? One being the worst, ten being as good as it gets. Only two point five percent of the people gave it a ten. Uh, overwhelming majority of the players um, voted like between four and seven Um, saying, quote, they miss, they miss some calls, uh, but it's really hard job is is one angle. Um, But on the downside, you have one player say either they're missing obvious calls or they're calling everything. There's no in between, and it varies so much between crews that you never know what to expect. That's not good. And one player who gave them a two rating said essentially what you said: uh, "quote They all should be full time employees. It's a no brainer." Yeah. Um, kind of hard to disagree with that. Yeah, but Tur- but to say that and then be like Roger Goodell's that dude. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. He can make it happen. Turf versus grass debate. Is it overblown or is it a real concern? 82.7% of the players said it's a real concern. Now we'll see what Roger Goodell is doing. Because mm. these, these owners got the money to make sure that there's some good grass in every stadium. Mm. But they want to make that other money. Oh, this is fun, too. They asked if the NFL had a team overseas, would you want to play for it? Ooh. Um, 34.9% said yes, 55.4% said no, and then 9.6% said maybe. Yeah, that contract right. They could do a bonus. Every time you play overseas, you get a <laughs> bonus check. <laughs> exactly, and that's why the one player who said yes, he said, quote, hell yeah, because overseas, they're going to pay that money. <laughs> yep. Man. Oh, shit. This one guy said, yo, Think about a team in Saudi Arabia. I know that's far as fuck, but whatever. Think about Saudi Arabia and the soccer players. They're giving mm. out billions of dollars. So, hell yeah, I'll play that's in Saudi like, Arabia. You don't understand the salary cap, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you don't He's understand like, yeah. the salary cap, you fucking idiot? He, he also, yeah, exactly, because that's the biggest difference between European football or world football, whatever. They don't mm. have a salary cap. Um, Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of a fun article. It's really a cool. Po- There's a lot of interesting stuff out there. Um, as far as the games are concerned, we have uh, a lot of injuries this week. Mm. Um, you got K9 for the Seahawks. Probably yeah, not going to play. Just- Justin Jefferson looks to be waiting to come back after the Vikings uh, week 13 by week. Uh, Desmond Ritter is back in my life for the Falcons. We'll see how that goes. Mm. 
Mm. Uh, we're going to get our first look at Jake Browning under center for the Bengals. Oh, he's ready now. He's prepared. And, um, and of course, the biggest news of the week is that Tim Boyle will be the New York Jets starting quarterback this week. <laughs> I read a story. I read a story about this guy uh, a, a couple of days ago. He he's basically only with the Jets because he's he's Aaron Rodgers' old backup in Green Bay. Mm. Uh, and get this, TB Timmy Boyle. He's 29 years old, so you know he's seen he's seen a thing or two. Uh, also, his his all time stats in both college and the pros combined. Jets fans might want to close their ears on this one because <laughs> Tim Boyle has thrown 15 touchdown passes and 35 interceptions. Um, God Zach, damn. How you Zach, Wilson, Zach, Wilson? <laughs> Zach Wilson, for what it's worth, is not even the backup quarterback anymore. It's oh. Tim Boyle as QB1, Trevor Simeon, QB2. Why doesn't he start? And Zach Wilson has fallen down to QB3. On a short week where they have to play the Dolphins. <laughs> so, man, well, they, can hold a, they can hold the Dolphins offense for yeah. three quarters. They got three quarters to figure it out, Tim. You know what I'm saying? The Dolphins will get rolled. Finally, the defense will get tired. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, start running away with it. So, hang in there, Tim. You can I do mean, this. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> man, we'll see. I'm so glad. I'm so glad as a Dolphins fan. Um, but that defense going to be there that first quarter, man. They're going to be fresh until they're on the field all damn day. Absolutely. Um, another reminder, obviously, it is Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, wait, one, one more question. One question before we move on. Uh, yep. Is Zach Wilson in the league next year? What do you think? Is he on a roster? No. You think he's going to no. be out of the league? Correct. I think that he – I think that we can – I feel pretty confident in saying that at this point, um, Zach Wilson is a bust. I think he's gone. I think he's done. Mm. I think he's done. He's going to be on those top You know what? There's every reason to believe that Zach Wilson could wind up on somebody's practice squad or be a backup somewhere or whatever, especially the way that the league continues to – the way the owners continue to sort of view the whole concept of like how good your backup quarterback needs to be. So yeah, yeah sure. I, he could, he could hang around somewhere. I personally don't think that he belongs in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think he was, a- there's no it factor about him at all, man, where you see mm-hmm. somebody and just like, they got it. You know what I'm saying? It was all smoke nobody's and mirrors. Rallying, nobody's rallying behind this guy. Like if you don't have all the tools, then you got to have something that makes people rally behind you. Right. And it seems like he's got – like like Fitzpatrick, for example. He can sure. ride the bench and get dropped in the game. And then he's, he's you know, good skill-wise. He got the tools that you need. He can throw the passes that you need. But people mm-hmm. get behind this guy. Mm-hmm. And Zach Wilson has none of that. And then mm-hmm. seems like, uh, as far as the tools, we haven't seen everything that you need. Well, he's just never – He's never proved that he's capable of it on any right. level. And uh, had opp- uh, many opportunities. Yeah. So I, I don't see how I, I think his reputation is completely shattered. I, I don't see Damn. anyone wanting to pick this guy up. You feel bad for him? Not really. 
That's weird, right? I feel like I should feel bad for him. And not just because of the rivalry thing as a Dolphins fan, but I just kind of like, oh, well. It feels like he's all right. It feels like he's going to be all right. (laughs) Something about it says, like, he probably got it. He'd probably be all right. For me personally, uh, he, I mean, he's obviously handled himself a lot differently this year in the media with regard to the disappointing uh, results. Mm. Um, But I go back to the way he reacted last year Mm -hmm. in the face of adversity. That tells me more about who he really is. Yeah. Um, so that's why I don't really feel that bad for him, okay. honestly. Um, yeah, we can't forget that, man. I, I think that when was they who asked he, him, do you like basically do you take accountability? He's like, no, nah, I don't know. Nah. I think that's who he truly is, and I think he got some media training after that, and we're seeing mm. a different version of him now. Um, that you know is is tailor made for the audience that's, um, you know, they got pissed off at him for 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 being entitled little shit last year. So no, I don't feel bad for him at all. You know what his contract is? <laughs> remember no. they had contract disputes before he ever took a snap. You remember that, right? He kind of yeah. held out at the beginning of his career. Yeah, exactly. That's... He ain't shit. 35 point well 35 million 150,681. So 35 mil. Hmm. 35.1 mil as well and it's guaranteed contract hmm. he got a fully guaranteed contract is he on his last year of his contract next year, it was a four-year contract so next year is his last year oh okay and he's got a fifth-year option that he'll never see so next year his base salary is one mil but it must be a lot of bonuses it's a very a- annual total uh, cash 2021 23.5 mil 20 so they already got the first part up 2022 2.2 mil this year 3.8 3. Point, almost 3.9 mil and next year five point four mil that he's gonna be off he's gonna be on the books off the team. That's not so bad. I wouldn't be surprised if they just flat out cut him. The cap hit next year, eleven point one mil. God. Mm. That's nice. a very ex- that's an expensive third string quarterback. You think he'll be third string next year? Absolutely. You think he'll be on the roster next year? They'll keep him on the roster. I, I think that if they might keep him on the roster as a third string quarterback just because they're paying him anyway. Okay, because if he's on, if he's not on the roster next year, they get a dead cap hit of eleven point four mil, just under mm. that, eleven point three eight. God, but then the, if he's on, it's eleven point one, so just another two hundred thousand. You might just be like, get this guy out of here, get the media off our backs, just take the cap hit. I think that's probably what they'll do. Jeez. I think so. He might get one more chance to be a backup. But I don't think he'll make it. I don't. I see Zach Wilson as a bust. That doesn't feel like a controversial statement to me. Seems obvious. I'm wondering how it goes down if he goes to another team. You know how they talk about the New York media and all that shit. This is something I'd like to dig into. If I, you know what I mean, if I had the time to dig into the whole situation and you know New York media, if they ate him up. If he ever had a chance, it feels like he just didn't. He just doesn't have the makeup of a of a real like. I mean, there's there's certainly. I mean, he's definitely not cer- the savior team quarterback. He's never going to be that. There's certainly a a reason to have a a conversation about how the Jets didn't properly build around him. It's not entirely his fault. No. Um, you know, we say this all the time. It's a you know, it's the ultimate team game. So yeah. 
you know, I mean, shit, they, they got the quarterback that they wanted and, you know, they could only protect him for four snaps and his fucking Achilles pops because the offensive line is such a fucking pile of shit. So it's not like it's a fully functioning football team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, the drop, sure. The drop there, off is crazy. There's a chance that he could, he could make it as a backup somewhere else, but I predict I predict that because he is so under the microscope of that New York yeah. media sports universe, I, I just think I just don't think there's a lot of teams out there that are going to be willing to take a, a chance on Zach Wilson. Yeah, certainly not as a starter. Yeah, no fucking way. It's not happen. Can you imagine yeah, another yeah. fan base and hearing <laughs> waking up to the news that Zach Wilson is their new starting quarterback? It's like <laughs> what? Oh shit. Cardinals. Yeah, we lost the uh, bad news is <laughs> we lost baby Yoda. Right. So Kyler Kyle Murray's gone. Good news. We got we traded our number first round draft. Pick. We traded our number one draft pick uh for Zach Wilson. Shit. Damn, what a situation. Mm. All right. I, I derailed us a little bit, but I, I find That's it fascinating. Right. Yeah. Um you know, as we said at the top, it's Thanksgiving. So obviously, mm -hmm. there's uh, two, four, six teams playing tonight. So everyone's mm. got to, you know, you got to take a look at your yeah. fantasy rosters and look all that kind fantasy. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving, obviously, we have the two teams who always play on Thanksgiving playing tonight. We got the Lions uh, playing in the early window, uh, Cowboys in the middle window. And then, you know, what it, how, the Lions have been playing at Thanksgiving. Since the 1930s, I think 1934, they've yeah. been playing uh, on Thanksgiving, uh, and then the Cowboys since the 60s. Uh Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, Should we get the flips going? Should we start guessing games? Yeah, let's, uh, where's my quarter? Yeah, let's, it, let's, it's, let's. It's your flip. It's your call, right? No, it's actually your call. Okay. I'll be. I'll flip it. How'd you uh, know that? Was it your analog paper over there? It was. I write the word "flip" <laughs> above whose turn it is to flip. It's kind of a. Mm. It's mm. sort of a system that I've worked out. I will. Uh, I will flip this. This American quarter. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna land on tails. This Oof, side is heads. It is a quarter. Yeah. This side is tails. <laughs> Beautiful quarter. What did you say? Tails? I said uh, it's a I said tails. Yeah, yeah. You said tails. Okay, here we go. Flip. Sir, hmm? it is tails, tails. It is. Let's go, baby. 
Tails it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to let you start. All right. He's going to let me start. He's going to give me the first pick. We got uh, the Green Bay Packers rolling into Detroit to face off against. I want to make sure I get my, my, uh, I want to make sure I get my upsets right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm losing right now. That's true, actually. Let's see. I'm losing right now. It's 80 to 86. Skiff's ahead. I might have to make some moves. If I pick an upset and it goes through, (laughs) that's three points, man. And that means a lot right now. This one would definitely qualify as an upset, but I'm... uh... I have no illusions <laughs> that the Green Bay Packers will come into Detroit. Um, uh, the Lions, I think, are kind of, you know, they don't have a very good Thanksgiving record, but this might be the first time in a long time that we have a Lions team that is just firing on all cylinders. They, As we said last week, this is the first time since we landed on the moon that they had a record this good. Uh, so I'm just going to keep it simple, and I'm going to go with the Lions. Okay. Um, I got the Commanders versus the Cowboys. Yes, sir. And what should be a battle to the end. Mm. I think the, uh, and it's the first time they're facing each other this season. Mm. But I think the Commanders seem to be falling apart at the seams. I think the Cowboys are going to smell that as the bully that they are. Mm. They're going to beat the Dog's not another lopsided victory for the Cowboys. Uh, Ron Rivera might not make it out of the season, man. He might be next coach out of here. But I got the Cowboys. Yeah. Yep. It's a big ass spread in that game. What's that? 13 12? and a half. 13 and a half. Jeez. <clears throat> All right. Who you got, 49ers Seahawks? It pains me to do this. <laughs> uh, but it does feel like. <clears throat> It feels like that those three weeks where the Niners were struggling. I mean, that feels like a mm. that feels like eons ago. They, they come out of their bye week and they have just been very, very impressive football team. The Seahawks mm. are definitely banged up. I don't see, I don't, I don't see the Seahawks having a chance in hell of winning this game. I'm going 49ers. Okay. Uh, speaking of not having a chance in hell, I think the uh, the Tim Boyle led Jets. <laughs> Don't have a chance in hell against the Miami Dolphins defense. That's starting to peak. So uh, I think we can expect a defensive touchdown in this game as the Dolphins route the Jets. Dolphins, uh, the bullies of the AFC. <clears throat> Makes sense. Uh, all right, y'all. It's fucking hate week. Mm. Falcons v. Saints. Yes, I think I'm ready for this one. <clears throat> this uh it's going to be hot. This oh, we didn't mention the Dolphins-Jets is a good Friday game. Oh, right. Exactly. Those of you don't want to watch it. Watch it on Friday. Uh, Black Friday game, technically. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Black Friday. But <laughs> Black Friday game, I uh, believe, will start at 9 o'clock our time. Correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 9 o'clock our time. Yeah, I might have a game party if you want to come through. Um, Packers-Lions will start at 6.30 tonight. For those of you interested, 10.30 will be the start time for Commanders Cowboys, uh, 2.20 a.m. for 49ers Seahawks for all you animals out there who are going to stay up and watch that one. Um, <clears throat> we, got Seahawks. we got a few Seahawks fans that are checking this podcast up. Yeah, we do. So uh, Saints-Falcons represents our first Sunday uh, game that we're going to talk about here. Uh, 
obviously starts at normal time, the early window. Mm. Uh, you know what? I don't know, man. Obviously, both of these teams are coming out of a bye. Um, this game is a fucking coin toss, but I'm just I'm gonna ride with my guys, man. I'm going Falcons. I just got to. Okay. All right. It's uh this is the big question, man. Can you doubt the Browning? it's the latest in the coach firing too matt canada is gone the steelers are taking an unorthodox approach of two offensive coordinators that might be confusing Mm. uh kenny pickett might not be sharp enough to handle two coordinators in his ear we'll see how that goes but i think either way the steelers defense is going to be the star of the show uh and it might be too much for the Bengals, who are going to be probably terrorized so I'm going to go to Steelers to win this game. Mm. It's a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Panthers are playing the Titans. A shit bowl brought to you by X-Lex. Exactly. Um, hmm. What was our cutoff for an upset? Five points, right? Wasn't it five? Yeah, it was. Titans are only favored by three and a half, but I got to tell you, I got a feeling. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I got a feeling that the Panthers, it, mostly I just have this feeling that the Panthers are not only going to win just one game this year. And if they're going to win another one, this is probably going to be it right here. Mm-hmm. The Titans feel dysfunctional to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, even though it doesn't really get me any extra points. I'm picking the Panthers to win this. Yeah, I agree with that. Then we got the Colts and the Bucks, which I think is going to be um, a tighter game than people think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But I think the Bucks are going to pull it out. What's the what's the spread on that? Because so on like ESPN... A, okay. Good. Two and a half only for the Colts. Okay. I, I agree with you. I, I, I think the... I think the Bucks will will box them out. Okay, it next. There might be some fun gambling going on this week. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> next up, we have uh, an unexpected shit bowl between the Patriots and the Giants. Brought to you by XLX. Certainly unexpected, considering what we thought these two teams were going to be coming into the year. Mm, so um, two and eight Patriots versus the three and eight Giants. I mean. I don't know who I don't know who's playing quarterback for the Patriots. Uh, Bill Belichick's been tight-lipped about it. I meant to bring that up too. I was trying to find a press conference that he did because he was just like, uh, "You'll find out when I find out. You'll know later on." That's for me. Wow. Now. He's like not committing to either <clears throat> quarterback, uh, and they're both superstars. So who knows, man? I, I this one is truly I. I really don't know what to pick here. Um, Giants are obviously coming off of a win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard to pick against the Patriots, but it, it's mostly just because of my own PTSD. <laughs> um, but I think, I don't know, man. I think I'm going to go with the Giants, actually. Oh, shit. For the record, put an asterisk by that. I think the Pats going to win that. I want an uh, I told you so asterisk next to it. It's there. 
I think uh, if you think Tommy motherfucking DeVito is going to beat Bill Belichick. <laughs> it's going to be a new low point for Bill if he yeah. loses Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Don't lose to that guy, man. Yeah. Uh, the Jaguars are playing the Texans in what might be the sexiest game of the week. That's hot. It's, I think it's it's, it's pretty hot. Uh, I'm going to say, is there a spread on this? Probably not. People are loving Jags, it. People are, Jags are uh, favored by two. I think the uh, Texans are going to beat them. Mm. I just want that division to get real, real spicy towards the end. So that's a little bit of the fandom in me. But I do think the Texans are going to beat the Jaguars. Jaguars, have, have, they've been falling short when it came to these big moments. Yeah, I can see this. I can see this. Tied I can see records. This be, I can see this being a, a real shootout, and whoever has the ball last is going to win. Yeah, man. Bet the over, y'all. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, let's see. Next up, our first game of the bourbon window. We've got the Browns facing off against the Broncos, two teams mm. who Browns keep stacking wins in, in very interesting and surprising ways. And the Broncos are on a four game heater. Am I wrong about that? Five, five game heater. Wow. Yeah, um, hmm. I am. Oh, wait, who is playing quarterback for the Browns this week? The, the 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 guy, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah. They also just signed uh, Flacco. They did. They just signed Flacco. <laughs> I saw a picture of him in his Browns get up this morning. <laughs> oh no! I don't. Hmm. Flacco's this emergency quarterback. This one's hard, man. Is it? I just think as much respect as I have for the Browns defense, this seven and three record feels like fool's gold to me. Mm. Did somebody say Josh Allen? Hmm? <laughs> no, I, th- I thought I heard something about Josh Allen. Mostly because it's like, I mean, they're winning these games purely with their, de- I mean, their offense has been so dysfunctional. Yeah. Uh, and it just seems really, really strange that they have managed to stack seven wins, in my opinion. Um, the Broncos are starting to find themselves on both sides of the ball. They're mm-hmm. trending upwards. I, I might regret this, but I'm going to pick the Broncos. All right. I'm not super convinced. So I won't ask for an asterisk, but I had I have picked <laughs> officially against that. No, I mm. picked the Broncos too. My bad. My bad. <clears throat> uh, Rams are playing the Cardinals, mm. and this is like a piss bowl. <laughs> 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 now the Rams been Rams have been fighting. They're throwing haymakers. You know what I'm saying? They're trying in every game. They're doing better than anybody. Uh, this is the we're better than you thought game. Sure. Because the Cardinals too, they're both fighting hard. They're in the same division. They know each other. This is another good one. Uh, I'm going to pick – this is a tough one, too. Mm. But I'm going to pick the Rams to pull it out. I feel like Cardinals are 2-9, and nine, but it feels like they're better than that. And mm. they got their boy back, Kyler Murray. But The Rams will also be getting um, their running back, Kieran Williams, back. I don't know why uh, I'm picking the Rams, actually. He's coming back. From IR, he's been great. He was fantastic when he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So I think, <clears throat> is yeah. I don't know if Cooper Cup is going to play, but in some ways, it's like he's it's a little. Play. He's supposed to play. Is he supposed to play? 
Well, we'll see. Sometimes I yeah, think we'll having see. two receivers that are playing as well as Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup is almost sort of a downside for them because it's yeah. like they had one good game where they were both on the field, and right. then it's been a little weird since then. Um, but whatever. I agree with you. I think the Rams are going to win that game. And I feel like a motivated Sean McVay pacing the sidelines is always good. It didn't feel like mm-hmm. he was going to be like that this year. It Mm-mm. felt like he came back out of guilt for draining the team's funds to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you know what? I did it. I'll stick around. Yeah. But no, it's it's like, oh shit, these young guys are ready to go. Let's let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. I like this Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Chiefs Raiders, who you got? Chiefs Raiders. Uh... <laughs> Fairy tales over. <laughs> Poor Raiders. I don't think. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, went, they had they 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 had this good fresh feel with the new coach. Then they mm-hmm. got to run up against the Dolphins, who they did very well against, and now they mm-hmm. got to play against the Chiefs, who look like they're mm-hmm. like pissed. The Chiefs are going to be like, I mean, I, they are going to be so ready for this game. After I mean, they never should have lost to the Eagles uh, in the last game. All those right. drops, they yeah. could have, they could have embarrassed the Eagles in that game, and they just. They beat themselves. The Chiefs beat themselves, and there's no way they're gonna. There's no way they're gonna let that happen two weeks in a row. So I'm going Chiefs. Nice. Next game is the Bills versus the Eagles. Mm. What's the spread on this game? Three and a half to Philly. Oh man, come showing on, a, man! Showing a lot of respect to the Bills. You know why? Why? The Bills are going to win this game. I think so too. Actually, Buffalo Bills are going to win this game, and I've said this. Uh, I've said this maybe three times this season. The Eagles—they've been finding ways to win, and they haven't been super impressive. And they just found a way to win. It's almost like they flipped the, the script on what happened in the Super Bowl last year, where the Chiefs just found a way to win. Seems like mm. the Eagles been doing that over and over and over this season, mm. and mm. Uh, I think they're going to come up short. The Bills. Got to beat up on a tomato can last week and uh, in the Jets and get their mojo back. And it might be that coach fired thing. I don't know. But I just got this feeling that the Bills are going to pull this one out. And it's not. It's going to be a, a speed bump, whatever. But the Eagles are going to – they'll be all right. They're going to lose this game. I actually agree with you. I've been thinking about this all week. I was like, I just can't get over the fact that I just – this feeling that I think the Bills are going to win this game. <laughs> um, Maybe they're just our, our osmosis. Uh, yeah, period sink. Uh, <laughs> Forget about that. Another team that struggled to stack some wins uh, will also be um, in the L column again this week. The Chargers are going to lose mm. to the Baltimore Ravens. Oh yeah. Um, and I think the three and a half point spread is not. It should be mm. higher than that. I think the Ravens are going to. I think Brandon Staley is is going to continue to be all up in his feelings in his post game pressers. Ooh, he should just not do them. Just take the fine. <laughs> They're going to be the skid marks, man. <laughs> just mm. just shitty. Just he's going he's sticking around too. It doesn't look like they're going to fire him. They don't fire the coach in the season. He's just going to get worse and worse. You know what? I want to look at their season. I'm going to look up the charges right now. Hmm. Uh. Well, I want to see what we think their record is going to be. Like, what games can they win? Right? Good they're question. They're playing the Ravens this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they play the Patriots. They fuck around and lose to the Patriots. 
<laughs> you fucking lose. You know, he's sitting there. You know, they're going to lose the Ravens game because he's already preparing for the Patriots game. They're putting in the Patriots game plan. So, Because if you lose that game and then you're playing the Broncos, who are going to beat them. They're going to lose to the Broncos. Probably. So they have to beat the Patriots. Then they play the Raiders again. Then they play <laughs> Buffalo. Not a fucking chance they're going to win that game. I think that if he if they get then Broncos, if, then Chiefs. How many games he got to win? He can't keep his job. It's not going to happen. How do you not gotta, if, if he loses to if he loses to the Ravens? Right. If he loses to if he if they lose their next four games, how do you how do they not fire him? Those are all lose. Those are all losable games. He's he's four and six. I think if he loses to the Patriots, you have to fire him. Yeah, he's four and six. Next, when they play the Patriots, he'll be four and seven. Or you know, if they win, they're good. If he wins the Ravens game, they're good. They're not going to win that game. He's, he'll no. be four and seven. Lose to the Patriots, you're four and eight. You got to fire this guy. I, I agree with you. I think that if he loses his next two games, they don't have any choice. You're out of playoff contention. Right? Yeah. Fire him. He gone. You'll be out of playoff contention if you lose this game. True. Or you got to win out. <clears throat> but losing to the Ravens is not. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but losing it will to, not be to, as embarrassing as losing to the, to the Patriots, I don't think. Oh, no. They beat the Raiders. They beat the Raiders. That's what got the Raiders coach fired, right? <laughs> it's just a fucking carousel over there. Yeah, man. Oh, I forget why the Raiders go. Whatever. Uh, that was. Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking. About, I wanted to look through that, man, because it's not looking good for your boy. Mm-mm. And our boy, we got a good friend, friend of the mm. pod, friend in real life, Sean. That's mm. a Chargers fan, and I just feel bad for him, man. He's like rooting for the Dolphins and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's rooting for the Lions too. He's like, no, I, I he could, just, I like this. I can totally relate as a Falcons fan of being like, well, was like you know, I'm kind of enjoying watching the Lions this year. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't happen, man. Uh, that's funny. All right, are there any more games? What we got? Uh, Final game: uh, Bears Vikings Monday Night oof. Football. Vikings used to be my secondary team, man. Mm. So I have this small place in my heart for them. And now I just kind of, they're fun. They got Dobbs. Like, how do you not like them, man? They got Dobbs. Mm. The, for me, they got the flow thing going. Uh, redemption right. story for the guy who got unfairly treated, in my opinion, and blackballed out of a coaching job. He seems like he's, you know, underemployed. Mm. And the Bears are just... I don't know, man. I'm kind of out on them, even though it's fun. Justin Fields is fun, but it doesn't feel like it's stability in the future. Hmm. So, but the GM's putting together a nice little packy wacky. They're mm-hmm. gonna be. They got some plans. I like the way they're moving, but uh, I think they're gonna take an L this week. So, gotta go with the Vikings to uh, to beat the Bears. I'm actually starting to wonder if uh, if the Chicago Bears front office. Knowing how much draft capital they have at the end of this season, uh, are they really going to stick with Eberflus as their head coach? Oh yeah, I don't think you know what I mean. Like, do we really want this guy to be the one who's going to? You know what popped in my head? I see you said you said this already. You made me think of something. Something popped in my head that they might be looking across the field 
at the next head coach? Oh, Brian Flores. Yeah. Interesting. I was thinking about that, man. I was thinking about that. Interessant. I thought about yeah. that when I was looking at this game, trying to figure out what I was going to do uh, earlier. Uh, I think it was yesterday when I made my picks in the pick, uh, picks can pick them. Mm. I was like, man, maybe Flores is the next. Because I don't think Iberflus is going to be who they go with. I mean, like, do you really want this guy? You're sitting on like a, a, a franchise altering pile of draft picks. Um, you might what want you to don't think about want, what you don't want as an organization is Brian Flores being your head coach and you got a quarterback that's mm, you yeah. want him to get a quarterback that's fucking firm and ready to go. So maybe that's the reason to stay away from him because I mean I like him and all and I defend him and all that shit, but he didn't handle that to a situation right either way. Mm-hmm. Even if uh, you know, of course they tried to trash him or whatever. And he hasn't spoken on it, but he definitely could have handled it better. So I wouldn't want him like with Fields. I don't know if I would want him to be head coach over Fields. That's the only thing. If you're keeping Fields, but if you're bringing in um, some veteran tough guy, mm. then you could take him. Whatever I team would, out there is thinking of Flores, <clears throat> I wouldn't have him with some. I wouldn't be know. surprised if they trade Fields at the end of the year. Right, I'm I mean, he, saying he's, a, he's a massive, mm-hmm. like like a completely different story from the Zach Wilson situation. Yeah, He's, he's a massive asset that I think yeah. a lot of teams – Zach Wilson's an ass head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I think a lot of teams would would probably feel like, you know what? If I could just get him in my system, I think mm-hmm. I could. Ma- I think I could do what Chicago couldn't figure out how to do. Yep. Um, I think there's a lot of teams that would be down with Justin Fields because he does have a lot of like special traits for sure. Hundred. You know what would be crazy though? Mm. Brian Flores going to the Chargers. Yeah. When the rumors are that he wanted Herbert all along. Ah, that's, oh, man. That is funny. <laughs> and if he ended up with Herbert and then it didn't work out, like Herbert, like it, like, and it's wow. like, maybe you're just not that dude. What if that ended up being the final thing we come up with? You got the guy that you were bitching about and you realize that you had the guy that, because we see Tua's potential this year and last yeah. year, we start to see. And it's like, maybe you just can't handle court. Maybe you shut your goddamn mouth and stay on your side of the ball. I like it the other way around. I like that he goes to the Chargers. He gets the guy that he wanted all along. Oh, and, and everybody wins. Yeah. And he fixes the Chargers. And it's yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, Y'all that could be good. Where script. everybody wins. He got his guy. Herbert gets the, the team he need, he deserves yeah. with yeah. all his potential. Tua got the coach he deserves with all his potential. That's a win-win situation, actually. That'd be dope as hell. I would love that story. Yeah, I like that. I was thinking a more negative way. Silly me. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> and on Thanksgiving, no less. Uh, Johnny Downer. <laughs> wow. You know what? When we're done here, I want you to sit down with a pen and a piece of paper, and I want you to write down some things that you're thankful for. Okay? I will, man. So some positive things. Be positive, <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, shit. That was, uh, I didn't know that was going to happen. The hell was that? It was a drum roll <laughs> they have on there. Uh huh. Nice. The sound effects aren't that good over here, man. I wanted the womp womp womp, but I don't see it. Used to have it. All right, enough of that. This is fun, man. Uh, now let's hit these superlatives and get out of here, man. Exactly. Uh, you know what? I might have some Barry White music. Hmm. I forgot about that. I didn't look for that, but I might have it over here, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to do yours, or do you want me? Sure. 
I, I can go. Hold on a second. Give me a second. You can stall for the listeners. Well, uh... <laughs> well there were, okay. I can start by <clears throat> saying that um, there were a lot of sexy options this week. Mm. Um, That's true, I, I don't man. know if we have any. There were a lot of sexy options this week. I mean, even games that probably, you know, Cowboys Commanders is always kind of a sexy affair. It's kind of a classic matchup. Um, you know who you got already? I, think lot, I do know who I have already. Mm. Um, are you ready for me to tell you who I have? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can break it. You can break the news for us. Okay, for me this week, despite all those other sexy matchups, it felt like it was time to dip back. Into the category of fucking somebody you hate. Okay. Somebody you only get to see twice a year. And despite all that hate, both parties involved always show up trying to put their best foot forward. Mm. Walking into the room with only one goal in mind. And that is to make sweet, dirty, physical love. Fueled by 56 years of rivalrous hate. Ooh. I'm talking about the Atlanta Falcons versus the New Orleans Saints. Two teams that despite all that hate, deep down, they cannot wait to fuck each other at least two times a year. But this year, this year is special. Okay? Since 1967. The year the Saints were born into existence from the bowels of voodoo hell. (laughs) The Falcons and the Saints have played each other 108 times. The all-time record. The Saints have 54 wins. The Falcons also have 54 wins. Ooh. 54 to 54. I have this little post-it note that I keep on my desk where I keep track. That's, wow. that's where the pettiness runs deep. <laughs> you better believe that these two teams cannot wait to get on the field and wrestle the wins back in their favor. Mm. So I'm going Falcon Saints for my sexiest game of the week. Wow. I'm so mad that you went first. 54 to 54, <laughs> baby. 54 to 54. You know what? I was, <coughs> Excuse me. I stayed in that wheelhouse, man. Because we got to go, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got two teams that know each other very well. And the rivalries is where it's at. Because you love to hate, to love, to hate, to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) One another. And these two teams are like that. One of them, hard working, oiled up body, trying to just find some money and make a future for itself. That's right. It's the 49ers. Mm. And the other one, flying high. Doing this thing. Beautiful animal that I really don't know what it looks like. But I know it flies. Had some success. Changed the game by teaming up with a well-known Greek feature. feature. What is it called? The Nike? Oh, you know what it is. In order to change the uniform game in the NFL, change the way we look at it, made everybody want to hop on to the bandwagon and change the colors up. We all love that. And they come together and do their sexual things. But in this time, when you're having sex, you know, when you're having sex and 
she got a dog <coughs> and the dog is watching you it makes the sex a little bit worse but this time that canine is not present because <laughs> he's injured <laughs> so canine not even there so it's gonna be hotter and freeing you don't have that dog just staring at you in your eyes while you're doing it their style this time it's gonna be buck wild and let this team that everybody expects to win it all go nuts as these two go at it the San Francisco I hope everybody figured it out the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks are my sexiest matchup Barry White sexiest matchup of the week nice I like that I <clears throat> I just want to do K9 I love it a, a woman with a dog that's a deal the breaker worst. for me that's the a worst. deal breaker for me I don't I'm not a dog person yeah. anyway uh, and the last thing I want to see when I'm invited in for a nightcap is a fucking dog. Uh, it's just not, I'm not down with that at all. Uh, not a big fan. I don't have the sound for this, but my uh, Ken Patera upset of the week, I'll just say is. Uh, uh, I am so upset. <laughs> it's the, uh, I said it as we, I got to do this one. Um, but it didn't count as an actual upset in, according to Vegas because they see what's going on. The Eagles are coming into this week riding high as the best team in the NFL. Prime mm. for an upset. They beat the Super Bowl champion Chiefs that many think they possibly could have beaten in said Super Bowl. Now they're proving themselves and they're due for a letdown. This week they faced Buffalo Bills who had the chance to beat up on a team that doesn't have a professional quarterback on its roster. So now they're ready. They're coming in mm, relatively healthy. The defense has been beat up all year, but that doesn't matter. They're ready to go, and they're going to pull it out, man. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to beat the Eagles, and the Eagles are going to be saying, I am so upset. Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to roll with the upset that I called as well. Um, I think that the Panthers are going to beat the Titans. I think the Titans are – Showing that I don't know what I, I honestly don't know why, but but Derrick Henry is just not Derrick Henry this year. Um, mm. He's probably averaging somewhere below three yards per carry. Um, without him, I don't care who they have at quarterback. The pass game doesn't work because the whole offense is designed to have a run game that allows the quarterback to you know have time to throw downfield, and and it's just. You know, the Titans are are doing that thing kind of like, remember when the Jets threw in Mike White? Mm -hmm. And it was like he threw four touchdown passes, then all of a sudden yep. he just turned, you know, Cinderella. Mike a. White. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Cinderella lost his slipper, and all of a sudden he turned into a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, and Will Levis might be – Will Levis might be an NFL quarterback for all we know. I have no idea. Um but I think his struggles will continue, and I think the Panthers will definitely win more than one game this year, and this one, this one's going to be it. It might be the last one they win, but they're definitely going to win this game. Panthers over Titans. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> what's your uh, John Starks <clears throat> bold prediction? <laughs> mm. My bold prediction is that Sam Howell will still get sacked his – customary eight or nine times. Um, but he will rise up 
and he will throw four touchdown passes. He will throw for over 300 plus yards and he will outplay Dak Prescott and he will defeat the Dallas Cowboys Ooh. on Thanksgiving. Ooh. Which means he'd be getting the turkey leg. Give him that turkey leg. You got to get him to ducking. <laughs> exactly. It's a turkey, a duck, and a chicken. That's my John Madden. Mm. All right. My uh, and nigga and nigga was saying, did this dude just did this? Um, <laughs> my John Stark's bold prediction. C.J. Stroud mm. is going to officially unseat T-Law mm. as the future face of the NFL mm. with another three touchdown, 350-plus game in the win over the Jags where T-Law is going to struggle against that D'Amico Ryan's defense. Uh. That's my bold prediction. And and, we, and we're going to be saying, did did you did did did? Yeah, and everyone will be like, oh, maybe C.J. Stroud is the generational talent. <laughs> I remember they were saying that? Mm-hmm. Everybody's f- falling over themselves from this guy, from this kid from Clemson with the long hair. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a Justin Herbert moment where he cuts all his hair off. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. just looking like, what the fuck happened to me? He has such a weird head. I think he would look strange with a shaved. Yeah. Like he's We're gonna... <laughs> big, crazy boned face. Like he would, it would just, I think it would accentuate how weird his face looks. I think I want to start calling T-Law White Zlatan. <laughs> 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 Which one's from the Nordics? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, White Zlatan. All right, uh, shout out to the pigskin pick'em leader as always. It's Rasmus Lindstrom. Shout out to you, man. You're at the top right now. And uh, that's it, man. This is. uh, Let us know, Rasmus, if you want to hop in on the on the bets. We're gonna make our Thursday bets and Friday bet now. So, but if you want to hop in on the Sunday bets, hit us up, man. You can be on the episode if you want, or you can just send us some some of your thoughts since you obviously got your thumb on the pulse of the league. We appreciate y'all for for checking us out, man. It's always fun to do. And uh, sorry for those of you that didn't get the last episode on time. It's my fault. Unless you're a Patreon subscriber. You got that shit on time. They matter. <laughs> They're giving us money. <laughs> All right, man. It's been real, man. It's been fun, Skip. We did another one, man. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Week 11 is coming up, man. Good luck to your teams. Unless your team is the New York Jets, you can go to fucking hell. Yeah, and the Saints can just, like, die. Another rivalry. Yeah. Man, fuck them. All right, man. Uh, It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Musara. What's NFL? Peace. Later, y'all. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.